Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Art of Intention. I hope you're ready for another week. Let's get this one started with a special episode about all things weddings. Today, Ayla and I are going to be telling you actually about our personal weddings. For sure. We are so excited to be bringing this one to you, just sharing some of our own wedding stories and things that we learned in the wedding planning process. So be sure to stick around to the end of the episode because we're going to share what we would change about our weddings and give some of our best tips for weddings. So any of you who are wedding planning right now or might be wedding planning soon, we think you can benefit from it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And as always, we're going to get started really quickly with our community news segment. So two quick things. Uh, We're going to be talking about two new social media apps that are really gaining some traction right now. Maybe you heard of them, maybe you haven't. And those are Clapper and Lemon 8. That's the word lemon with like the number eight. So I learned about these a couple of weeks ago. And yes, I did make an account on each of them because I was like, I don't want the TikTok thing to happen again where I don't get like ahead of the trend, you know, so we'll see. But Clapper is a video focused app. So it's kind of like a copy of TikTok. Some people say it's like a mix of TikTok and Instagram. But anyways, Lemon 8 is interesting because it's owned by TikTok and it's kind of like their copy of Instagram. Most people are saying that it feels like a mix of old Instagram and Pinterest. And it's definitely very true. Like I went on there and it's very slow. It's very simple. (laughs) Like slow probably sounds mean, but it does feel like a mix of like the old original Instagram and Pinterest. It's only pictures. I guess you can do videos, but like it's basically picture focus for sure. So that's cool. And sounds like inspirational maybe. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's interesting. We'll see if they actually like go anywhere, but Anyway, so we wanted to let you know about those. Go ahead and check them out. And that's it for our community news. We're excited to just hop right into the wedding stories. Yeah, so cool. I'll just jump right in, I guess. Uh, We're both going to go in with generally our wedding experiences and a summary of what the day was generally about. So I have to back up to our engagement a little bit. Chris and I had a really unique engagement timeline. I'll probably share our story and how we met in detail another day. And Beth, I think you should do the same with Chad because it's just so cute to talk about. But essentially, Chris and I met while we were traveling overseas. We met in New Zealand. And then a couple weeks after our travels ended, I was back in California and he was in Canada. And we decided to visit each other again. So he came to visit me in California, all the way down from Canada. He actually drove, which was madness, but he did. And we began dating. He was like, I didn't just drive all the way down here to see a friend, right? And I was like, right. (laughs) Um, And then it was the second or third day that he was in California and we were just watching TV or something. And he just said to me, he was like, so, you know, we're going to get married. Right. And I was like, yeah, like, that's what I thought. And that was, that was essentially it. So then we told our families and immediate friends to get ready for a wedding, but I was just about to leave for another six month long mission trip. So we were about to go into long distance and be apart for a long time, but we knew we were getting married. So he got me a little promise ring in place of the soon-to-come engagement ring, and we decided not to announce that we were engaged until I was back from my missions. So I was set to come back in October of 19, 
So I came home in October. I was home for a week and then I flew up to Canada where we like officially got engaged and he proposed and did all that. And we had set our date for November. So about exactly a month. So we were kind of engaged for like six, seven months, kind of engaged for only <laughs> one, if that makes sense. Uh, either way, that's not very long for wedding planning. And I wanted things to be super chill, super easy. So I kept things pretty minimal. Uh, we got married at the same place my parents did at this little Aww. outdoor amphitheater by this lake. You guys have heard Beth and I talk about it, but just this yeah. lake that's really important to me in my childhood. It, there's like an outdoor all wooden amphitheater where my parents got married. And that was like the most important factor for me was to get married there. So Chris's family flew down from Canada a couple days before along with his groomsmen. The overall theme was very fall, foresty. The colors were lots of like forest greens, whites, gray, and a couple deep reds. Uh, my sister owns a flower shop and she did all my florals, which was life-saving oh, yeah. and so beautiful. And so even my gorgeous. brother, yeah, my brother even built this little teepee style like backdrop that we got married in front of. If you were there, saw pictures, you know, it was like one of the favorite details of my day, Amazing. of my day, of the day. <laughs> and <laughs> And then we just had our reception at a nearby little restaurant that's up on the same mountain. And it was really mm -hmm. important to me to have tacos. That was like all I ever wanted oh, yeah. for my wedding food. Like, re like yeah. not like Taco Bell tacos, like Mexican tacos. And we did. It was oh, so yeah. good. Uh, my mother-in-law and I made our wedding cake. So Chris and I had our own cheesecake. And then we made like a thousand little mini cheesecakes. Uh, I think we had about 70 guests in total. We invited about 100 and I think 65 to 70 came. And then we, yeah, and then we drove to our, to an Airbnb for the wedding night. Still haven't had a honeymoon. <laughs> just never happened. We're hoping to travel this year, maybe. And then we'll just call that our honeymoon. Like whenever we do some kind of fun trip, that's just what it'll be. Uh, and then we, we got to the Airbnb and realized we were starving. So we went and we changed into sweatpants out of our like wedding clothes. So I had my full wedding hair and makeup and then sweatpants and we went and got McDonald's. And then came back and promptly fell asleep by 10 p.m. And that was our wedding day. I love that. I love that. That is amazing. And honestly, it was such an awesome day. I loved being there with you and celebrating you guys. That was just honestly the best. And it was definitely a very incredibly emotional day in a lot of good ways, of course, and for a number of reasons, um, especially sentimental because of the, the location. Like you said, that lake was really special to, I think, a lot of people there. Anyways, okay, I guess it's uh, my turn to share our wedding story. Um, so to start with the engagement, I know we'll tell our engagement stories at another time. Um, but Chad and I did it for a little over three years, maybe about four years before getting engaged. Um, and we were engaged for about two to three months before having our wedding. So I always knew that I wanted to get married in Hawaii. Uh, it was always really important to me. And I guess I planned what would probably be classified as like a micro wedding in Hawaii. And like I said, we did it in about two months. We were living in California at the time. So it was like a destination overseas wedding. Um, it was definitely very shocking to my family for sure. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. They definitely aren't ones to do stuff like that. So I basically told them like, don't worry, I'll do everything. <laughs> Just say you'll be there and I'll take care of it. So I was right. like wedding planner and travel agent for like a group of like 10 people-ish, I, I would say. So um, getting to the actual wedding, because I feel like there's a lot I could say about the planning itself, but like getting to the wedding, um, we flew in about four days early, I think about four days to the island to like settle final details, like getting the marriage license because we it was important that we got the marriage license there and not just like brought it from California. 
And then we actually didn't choose our exact ceremony spot until we got there. I knew where I wanted it to be, but we had to like choose the exact spot once we got there in person. Mm -hmm. Flowers, lays, stuff like that. Um, I had like a meeting with our officiant when we got there. So stuff like that. And then also our photographer who is Darian Kaya on Instagram. um, She went with us for a few days as well. So she wasn't just there for our wedding day. She came with us for like three or four days and stayed with us in the Airbnb. And it was really nice because it was like I just had like another friend there. It was really fun. So yeah, we love her. She's the best. Anyways. That sounds so fun. (laughs) Yeah, she was amazing. She actually was funny because she's the one who photographed our engagement. And like I said, we'll tell our engagement stories another time because she was like central to that. It was insane. (laughs) But yeah, so after our engagement, she was definitely automatically for sure going to be our photographer. And then she um, yeah, so she was down to like come with us for multiple days and stay with us. And it was just amazing. She was like one of the family. Um, anyway, so, well, we decided to have both of our immediate families. So like my parents and siblings and the Chad's parents and siblings stay in a big Airbnb. It was a two building Airbnb. So there were two homes. So it was Chad's family, one and my family in another. And like, just because after crunching the numbers, that was like the cheapest option and also made it convenient. So that when all the planning was going on, everyone was like in the same place. Um, it was just easy to coordinate everything. And then everyone only had to pay like, I feel like it was like 50 bucks a day by the end of it you know it's not bad for hawaii for hawaii it was a beachfront two house airbnb you know together um and yeah in hawaii so it was like the craziest deal you could ever get right um and there was plenty of like beds for everyone and all that jazz fast forward to the day before the wedding chad and i actually took our bride and groom photos like any photos you see of us like just the two of us we took all those pictures the day before the wedding. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. What we did was we got dressed in all of our wedding clothes and we did a first look because I did want a first look moment. And then we went with our photographer and then Chad's mom and Chad's grandma just as like help. And I think it was just kind of, they just wanted to tag along for fun. So all five of us, is that five? All five of us went around the island to like different spots that I had bookmarked and really like loved. And we just took like probably three to four hours of photos. Again, so grateful. Chad was such a good sport. And our photographer was just like having fun with us too. So that was great. Um, and then I also picked the flowers for my bouquet and made my bouquet the day before as well. So that same day. And um, we had our like a little miniature rehearsal the night before um, because we just – I had to tell my family where to stand. It was really casual. We just had like a barbecue and then told everyone where to stand and what to do. And the right. next day I slept in. Um, my bridesmaids, which were my sisters, um, we just like made their little bridesmaid bouquets again with flowers that we picked. Um, I got myself ready. I did my own hair and makeup and I actually FaceTimed you, Ayla, while I was getting ready. So for anybody who doesn't know, I know I, that was, I was like crying. I had pictures of me like bawling my eyes out while that's happening. Um, Ayla was in Bali at the time, right? It was Bali, right? Or, um, I was in Australia. I was in, I was in the Kimberley of Australia. So I was like out in the outback in this traditional I can't even believe I had wi-fi traditional yeah like aboriginal community and I was having so I'll just interject real quick I was having like a team meeting and we were about to pack up and move to another location we were having a team meeting and then Beth messages me and she's like I'm getting ready for my wedding can I call you and I told the group I was like hi my best friend in the whole world is getting married (laughs) and I'm not there can I please go call her and then yeah we like I navigated some of the worst internet but we were able to hop on a call and I was like hi hi and then we both just like started sobbing oh yeah (laughs) 
Oh yeah. And it we're was... not big criers, but we, no. we got on the call and we were just like, <laughs> like Yeah. I think there was probably five solid minutes of neither of us actually being able to say anything. We just kept crying and trying not to cry. And for those of you who are listening, just so you know, we both knew that Ayla wasn't gonna be able to make it. That was totally fine. Yeah. We knew that in advance. And I of course didn't have like a solid timeline for my day. So I wasn't able to tell her in advance, like, Oh, it's going to be exactly at, you know, 1230 that I'm going to call you. So it was just a huge blessing, honestly, a miracle that she had service at that time. And that like, she saw my text and we were able to do that. So that was perfect and the best we could have gotten. So that was great. Um, anyway, so after that, after the FaceTime getting ready, all that stuff, um, we took group photos with my siblings and again, just very chill. All our bridesmaids and groomsmen were just our brothers and sisters and our ceremony was like seven minutes, five minutes long. We got married on like a lawn underneath like the big Jurassic Park mountains, like the big green mountains, which also threw people for a loop because everyone thought that I went to Hawaii for a beach wedding, but I was like, no, I'm a jungle girl. Anyway, so just a really simple day. Then we went back to the, to my grandparents' hotel and we stayed just to like chat, have like a little cake cutting with a cheesecake. And then just like, you know, as the night went on, um, family left and our immediate families ordered pizza and we had like a little pool party, which was one of the highlights of the day for sure. It was like my immediate family, Chad's immediate family, and then a few grandparents. And we just like, just laughed and like played in the pool. And it was just so nice. I just remember not being nervous or tense anymore. And it was like Mm. so fun. I think at one point my brother like threw me in the pool. And so it was just like, it was fun having our families mixed together for the first and honestly only time that that's ever happened. So (laughs) the truth, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That sounds like a lot of fun. I love ending it. I love the idea of ending it with like a pool party and just pizza and hanging out and you get to relax and like yeah yeah that sounds so fun yeah it was awesome and then we also I think we actually had a couple of friends that stayed for that too um who stayed right. that late as well but yeah it was just great it was super super relaxing the photos were so beautiful and we're gonna be sharing oh, photos thanks. from each of our weddings I thought it was so cool you didn't do a beach wedding as amazing yeah. as those are your photos mm-hmm. with like just all the green and the mountains and stuff like were they were so you they made so much sense but yeah <laughs> yeah we, yeah like Ayla said we're going to be sharing those on Instagram so keep an eye out for that of both of our weddings yeah for sure and now we're going to jump into just generally all the pros of our wedding the pros of the timing location all of just our favorite things when we look back yeah. on the days what was what was your favorite so I'll go ahead and jump in I it's funny because I I kind of look back at my wedding day and I do think there's a lot of things I do differently but I sat down to write my favorites and I like couldn't stop writing so I was like oh yeah our day was a lot of fun it was simple it was a little yeah it was a lot of fun it was so us in that moment so even though there's kind of a lot I'd change it was more like the creative stuff but the actual way the day went was really great There's lots of pros and cons with this one, but overall, I liked having a shorter engagement. It left no room to stress about decisions for too long. Like, the decisions just had to be made, and that was great. I don't know if I could stand a year or more long engagement. And then even if there was little stuff that wasn't really going to be my way, it didn't even matter. I was like, whatever. I'm focusing on so many other details. I don't care. Like, I think stuff like the tablecloths were slightly different white than my dress I was like can't be bothered like we're planning this thing in a month it's fine because I I I just don't care about stuff like that so it was nice to not even have the time because if you give me too much time to fixate and worry over stuff it'll be a bit whole thing so I liked having a shorter engagement actually 
And then this one's a bit of a story, but I'll tell it quickly. We had one of our best friends officiate our wedding, which was so much fun. So for the bridal party, we kept it really small. My sister was my maid of honor and Beth was my other bridesmaid. She did get to be at my wedding. So one for two (laughs) for each other's weddings. And then Chris had uh, his two best friends be his uh, best man and groomsmen. So Mm -hmm. that was nice. And then we needed an officiant. And I asked Chris if there's anyone important from Canada that he wanted to fly down. And he was like, you pick the officiant. Like, we're we're in your town. Like, pick somebody important to you, basically. So I had a few people in mind that I went to ask, but they were all – they all couldn't do it. Like, one of them was about to move – like, would have been moved away by the time the wedding came around and somebody else couldn't do it. And I was like, that's okay. We'll figure it out. And I was talking to my sister about what to do. And she, and my dad's officiated. He did my brother's wedding. She was like, so there's dad. You can do that. But I, I did want him to just kind of enjoy. I'm my dad's only, like, biological daughter. So I wanted him to just get yeah. to, like, enjoy being the father of the bride that day. So yeah. Cheyenne was like, do you guys have any friends flying in that could get certified online to be your officiant? And we were like, yes, we do. So when we met over in New Zealand, we were in like a community living situation and we got our friend Isaac. Isaac, if you're listening, sup. Good to see you. (laughs) Uh, He became like our best friend overseas. So it was me and Chris and Isaac always hanging out every day. And he was already flying from Idaho to our wedding. So we were like, let's ask him. And he's a pastor's kid as well. So we knew he like would be able to do it really well. So it's like five days before he's about to fly down like a week before the <laughs> wedding we facetime him we're like hey how are you going are your flights all ready to go and he's like yeah super excited chris and i are like so we have a favorite ask if you before <laughs> you come down if you're willing you could go online and get officiated and we want you to like officiate our wedding and he was like what <laughs> what like yes, yes absolutely so and his dad like i said is a pastor so was able to help him with the process like make sure it was a legitimate uh process but yeah so he came down and he did such a good job so he was like good. yeah he was yeah. like 18 19 at the time and just like wrote this amazing sermon yeah. our ceremony is pretty short again like 10 minutes yeah. or so but he still was able to tell this amazing story about like the history of covenant in the bible and the history of covenant with god's people starting yeah. all the way from like god and abraham all the way to like Noah and the rainbow and that covenant all the way up to like the covenant of marriage and how what that represents yeah. like it was really cool so my good. pastor and his wife attended the wedding and they were like who's that minister like he did a really <laughs> good job so yeah. that was amazing that is hands down one of my favorite parts of the day oh, so yeah. anyways sorry that story went on long but like can't stress enough get your best friend to officiate it's a party yeah. And then sure. my uh another thing I really am glad that I did was my sister like I said, it owns a flower company. And at the time she had a business partner and they both have experience wedding coordinating and planning. So her friend was able to step in and be like a day of coordinator, which was super key. She was able to cue like when the bridal party walks down, where everybody sits, the timing of everything. And she did that just out of the goodness of her heart. Like we didn't have to pay for that. And that was, that was super key. And then another priority we had that went really well was making sure the important people in Chris's life could be there since they had to fly. 
and we wanted them to have a good experience. So before we booked a date, actually, we contacted a lot of his friends who were in university at the time. We threw out a few dates to them of what worked better. And they were like, oh, this date works the best. And we kind of picked it around them because I didn't want to have this wedding far away from Chris's home without his like important people there. And then they were only there for a couple of days. It was kind of like your situation, Beth. They like flew in, flew out. And we were like figuring out a lot of them just stayed in the apartment that I was living in at the time. So it was just like five boys were just sleeping wherever in this apartment. (laughs) But uh, which is a lot of fun. I wasn't there. I slept somewhere else just saying that that became like the dude's area. And then I went and stayed with my parents. But uh, yeah. yeah, we just wanted them to have a good time for the few days they were there. So we we like treated them to their meals, uh, made sure they didn't have to worry about accommodation and stuff. And to this day, they're still just thankful we were able to make that work for them. So that was really important yeah. to me. I loved the locations we chose, obviously, where we had our ceremony and reception. Wouldn't change that for anything. Um, my mom actually got in touch with like the restaurant owner where we had a reception. So it was kind of a big exception that he made for our family, which was really yeah. nice. And like that was my parents' whole idea. And then I also delegated the biggest parts of our very tiny budget to florals and photography. And that's hands down yeah. what I would do if I had to do it all over again. Yeah. Uh, my sister gave me this tip after her wedding. She was like, whenever you get married, decorate only with flowers because they'll die and then you're not left with all this stuff (laughs) like all this wedding stuff so I still had some things that we got but 90% of our decoration was florals and that was really great and my sister did them she's really good so and it looks stunning too like that's the thing you can't go wrong with decorating with flowers because it looked so good yeah yeah and if I had to pay more to make it look like that again that's what I that's what I would do and then like I said photography I'm sure there's lots of photography people in this podcast paying for your photographer will pay off and our photographer was Bessie Young and she was beyond a legend the day of and uh Chris and I are both pretty shy to get photos taken and she just made us like as as someone we didn't know very well made us feel really comfortable she actually uh went and got we realized day of the wedding that my wedding dress like had a huge train which was beautiful but it couldn't be tied up in any way so she went and like bought safety pins and pinned it up and I was like thank you um yeah so she was she was super great and last couple tips I overall really or uh sorry last couple favorite things I overall really liked what we were able to do with such a small budget so I and when I initially typed up our budget, I budgeted about three thousand dollars for our wedding, and I think it ended up being around six thousand. And I know you're like, "Whoa, that's double your budget," but it was a six thousand dollar wedding. Like, yeah, you think of cheap weddings these days are more in that ten to fifteen thousand dollar range, and that extra three thousand dollars that I'm talking about really, honestly, came from help from my friends and family. Uh, so it was more the three grand out of Chris and I's pocket, and then everyone else kind of contributed, and. It was a super affordable wedding, and I think when you hear that versus what the wedding actually looked like, yeah, like what we were able to do with such a small budget, I was really impressed by my own self, and of course, like super grateful for friends and family that chipped in because I couldn't have done it without them. So, and then we <laughs> we didn't do a bouquet toss or a weird garter thingy, and I will <laughs> hands down stand by that forever. Yeah. I. I kind of wanted to do a bouquet toss, but honestly, Beth was married. My other best friend, Caitlin, was married. All my cousins and everyone was married. I had one single friend, and I was like, well, I'm not going to put her out there (laughs) to catch this bouquet alone. (laughs) So 
<laughs> yeah, so we just That's we fine. didn't bother doing that. And of course, I am not going to do a garter toss in front of the 70 people that are my family. No. Like just the worst thing. So we didn't do that. We just did like a little a different little game instead. And I'm really glad about that decision. And then my last thing that I loved was our food. Like I said, we had tacos. The food was so good. We were left with wedding tacos for like a week after and I was not mad about it. So Mm. (laughs) those were the best. Yeah. So I don't know if I told those in the most summed up way, but that's overall my favorite parts of the day. There's more, but those were like the main, main highlights. Yeah. Those are awesome. Every, everything you said, I was just like nodding along like, yeah, that, that was awesome. That was so cool. And your wedding definitely did not look like a 3000 or $6,000 wedding. It was phenomenal. Like every detail was so came together so well. And then of course the day just flowed perfectly. So yeah, it was awesome. All right. Let's see. I guess it's my turn. Um, of course. Okay. So some of my favorite things, of course, location, obviously that was the most important thing to me, um, aside from just getting married to the love of my life. (laughs) But Hawaii, of course, in general, but specifically our ceremony, like I said, was under the Jurassic Park Mountains. It was literally a dream come true. Like I said, a lot of people thought I would want a beach wedding. And our photographer actually told me like the day before the wedding, she's like, wait, you're not getting married on the beach? She's like, I prepared for a beach wedding. And I was like, sorry, I'm getting married (laughs) with all greenery. But she couldn't have done a better job photographing it. It was perfect. Um, and then um, I like, of course, similar to what Ayla said, I pr- also prioritize photography in our budget and I would do it over a thousand times. Um, she was the most expensive part of our wedding. And I think that was the best decision. Um, also on that note, I love that we had our photographer for multiple days. I feel like I have an entire documentary like of our wedding trip in photos and that's just so special. We were there. It was early July. Our wedding was July 7th. And there's so many reasons it was amazing that she was there for multiple days, but like we, she got pictures of us with fireworks because it was, we were there for 4th of July in, in Hawaii. And so we got like firework photos, right? Um, beach Those photos. were so cute. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, I feel like I just have so many photos from beginning to end of all those little moments. Um, because she was there with us also, this is, Oh, I forgot to mention this. We actually had our wedding planned for July 8th. So two months in advance, our wedding date was July 8th. That was what was on all the invitations. That's what everyone planned for. But of course we suggested that people get there a couple days early, three days, no, two days before the wedding, we see the weather says it's going to have an actual like rainstorm, crazy all day rain on our wedding day and so bad, so much rain. But then the day before our wedding on the seventh was supposed to be bright and sunny. So we moved last minute. We moved everything up a day. I scrambled to call the officiant. I called our guests to make sure they were all there and everyone was able to do it. And because our photographer was already there with us, we moved our entire wedding forward by, is it forward or backwards? Either way, we moved it earlier Sooner. by a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I, I never understand. What, yeah. Which one you're supposed to say, but anyways, we moved it sooner by one day. And so, yeah, again, no wouldn't idea. have worked. Yeah. much about your wedding I didn't see it's so dumb I wasn't there <laughs> there's so much I never knew but that's no. great you already had everyone there and it was like yeah. no, per- no problem because better than it literally raining on your wedding day oh yeah and mind you the next day so the day after our wedding rained all day such the right choice and the day of our actual wedding like when we moved it to the seventh sunny perfect Again, it was so, so, so amazing. Anyways, um, let's see what else. Um, some of my other favorite things. Um, I love my wedding dress. I designed and made my own wedding dress with a little bit of help from uh, Taylor. And uh, so that not only kept it under budget, 
but it also allowed me to have exactly what I wanted because I definitely wanted dresses that were like not cheap. <laughs> I wanted like your dress was puppy amazing. Dress. It was thank it was you. So, it was so oh, great. It was a dream come true for sure. Um, I love that we stuck to a budget again, similar to what you said, Ayla. We had a tight budget and we were able to stick to that. And I'm very grateful. Um, it definitely meant that we didn't do some things, but you know, right. I think overall we didn't go into debt for our wedding. Our wedding was overall around like $5,000, I think. And that includes like the flights for us. It includes like mine and Chad's flights. And then I paid for some flights for a couple of my own family members. And then our accommodations, my dress, photographer, all that stuff. And um, yeah, so definitely. That's amazing really for a destination money. wedding. That's yeah. Yeah. Some of the biggest re- things we saved money on were we didn't have to pay for our venue. We did a park for our venue. So right. most people would spend like $20,000 for a venue in Hawaii. We paid zero. Well, besides a permit for the location. And then um, we didn't like, I didn't pay money for like hair and makeup. So I saved like money in those areas too. Um, and right. then one thing also that I loved was that we didn't do like a big reception where we didn't have like a bunch of dancing and all that formal stuff. Cause Chad and I just do not like dancing. We don't like being in the spotlight. So like you heard before, it was kind of more like a pool party type thing. So I liked that. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, just overall, honestly, I like that we just didn't compromise. A lot of people had thoughts about us doing a destination wedding, especially in such a short amount of time. I um, mean, it was hard for me to ignore some of those people's comments that they were, would make. Um, but I'm so glad that Chad, you know, was really rooting me on and telling me that it wasn't about anyone besides us. And he really mm. just gave me the confidence to just go for this. You know, the, the one time this is going to happen, he's like, just do everything you want. Um, and then on that note, we did have some very supportive family members though, you know, cause I know I said there were some who was like, who were questioning it, but we had some very supportive family members right. and ones who I'm sure did things that we don't even realize they did. And for that, I'm so appreciative. And I'm also grateful that Chad's family and mine paid to get on a plane and go overseas to our wedding. You know, we would have done it. Honestly, we would have done it anyways, even if they didn't come. Right. Yes. But I'm glad they chose not to miss it. Yeah, that's sweet. Having family there, because I remember you were telling me at one point, you're like, maybe we'll just go do it. But like having family there is so nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, same way. Yeah. There were a few times where Chris and I were like, courthouse papers, like, we just want to be married. And right. while there's always a part of me that was like willing to do that, I, yeah. I'm i really glad. Like, I knew if I looked back, we didn't have a wedding day with people right. there that I was going to regret it. That's so yeah. funny. Before I get to my next point, the story you had about Chad rooting you on is so sweet because I actually remember when you guys were at Chris and I's wedding, yeah. you guys were there. There were so many details that I just like didn't even bother doing. Like my sister was like, do you guys want a fancy getaway car? And I was like, I don't care. We'll, we'll take I mine. Care. I had... I had a Suzuki Grand Vitara, a white one, and I was like, that's fine. Like, she's like, how was yeah. it going to get it to the front of the dining room so that you guys are able to get in it? And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, I don't know. So chill. We'll walk to it, <laughs> like whatever. And Beth and Chad actually decorated it for me, which yeah. was so nice. I had no idea you guys were doing that. And then Chris and I were telling everyone we were getting ready to leave and you and Chad were like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you were like, you were like, being at- so unsubtle. <laughs> You were like, make sure you look at the car when you walk out to it. And I was like, what you guys do? And Chad was like, don't worry about it. Just look at the car. And I was like, okay. But I remember the um, – because we had it at a restaurant, there was like waiters and waitresses catering the party, which was like so fancy. Um, yeah. And they were starting to clean up and I felt so bad. I've been to Medea wedding in my life where I'm the help and I start to like clean up and all yeah. these things. So it felt so weird for me to ha- be having other people – do yeah. that and I remember looking around and I was like this is so weird like I just want to start ha- 
like helping and Chad was like, no, it's your day. And I was like, yeah. oh, thanks, Chad. Aww. Go on. <laughs> I actually didn't know that he said that. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, he likes you guys. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. nice. I think it was a weird <laughs> moment where just he and I were speaking to each other, which like never happens. That only happened once, probably. Like, it was what? that time. And he was like, don't worry about it. It's your day. Just relax. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> you're like thanks chad oh my gosh that's uh amazing i love the little i could tell so many little stories about each one it was so fun right yeah Totally. We're going to shift into, so that's really cool. Overall, we're both like so stoked about our days. Just like yeah. we were both super relaxed or at least wanted to be relaxed. We both wanted to keep it chill and overall had a really good time. However, yeah. I know there's some things between the both of us that didn't go as planned or things mm-hmm. that we would change looking back. So we're going to get into those again. And I'll I'll start off again 100% happy with my wedding day. But if I oh, got yeah. to do it again, especially with budget being less of a thing, uh, this is what I would do. Um, and the first one I have is actually kind of a big change. I said I'm super happy with our day, but the first thing I would do is like <laughs> everything completely differently. <laughs> And what I mean by this is I was, I'm a people pleaser. It's something I'm working on every single day. Uh, And I was really concerned about just being a super chill, unbothered bride, didn't want to cause any drama. So I just went along with a lot of decisions, which was fine. Um, Overall, I just wish I had been more decisive about some things. Because in Mm -hmm. one sense, I'm not going to have a good time if nobody else is having a good time. So I wanted it to be like fun for everybody else. And I think it was. It's more creative and like style decisions that I wish I had made. And it's not like I was even fighting anybody on these. I just didn't bring them up. Like I just kind of assumed the people helping me plan weren't going to like it. So I didn't even bring it up. Mm. So I don't I don't even think they know some of the ideas I had because I was just like, no, like we'll just make it easy. White dress, pretty decorations. We'll just do it. But uh, right. Chris and I have a lot more ideas that we've come up with after the fact that are way more unique and way more us uh, that I wish I had done. And overall, I wish we had done a dark wedding. So like, oh my gosh! Yeah, black custom suit for Chris, black wedding dress for me. The the dark smoke bomb photos, like dark wow. plants and greenery, like dramatic. Yes. Which is funny because the original one will share pictures, but it was it was so sweet and simple, which I think I liked for that time. Like I was just coming out of a bunch of travel. We had barely any money to our name. Like I think it fits for what the time was. Yeah. But if I got to do it completely from scratch, dark wedding and. uh for Chris, I always wish we could have designed like a John Wick like suit Ooh. for anyone who's seen the movies. It's all dark, like pinned Dang, up, tailored, yeah. really sleek, really nice, and done the same for him, his groomsmen. And then we just watched the show uh, Wednesday, and people who see it will know, but the scene where she goes to like the school's dance and everyone's in white, but then she's in a black, like very gothic, frilly dress we were watching it and i told chris i was like see something like that is always what i thought i'd wear on our wedding day and he was like why didn't you just do that and i was like i don't know like part of my thing was if there's one day i would wear a white wedding dress this is it and i still stand by that i loved my dress and what i picked out but i think i i wanted to switch to like a dark dress for the reception but i just uh i didn't want the hassle of finding another dress so i didn't do it but uh, yeah, I, I don't regret it too much. Chris and I always just talk about throwing like a banger of a party for our 10 year anniversary and then doing yes. that, like doing so, something like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say when you were saying that. I was thinking, oh my gosh, you should do a vow renewal slash like anniversary party for some anniversary and just do that. Like, yeah, yeah. go all out with those things. That would be awesome. Yeah. So not a regret, but if I did it again, that's something I would do. 
I wish I didn't, and this kind of goes into the next one, I wish I had involved Chris more in the planning. He surprisingly Mm. was, like, way more interested in this stuff than I thought he would be. Like, I kind of, we didn't know each other other very well. We had been dating long distance for, like, a few months. So, you know, I still had a lot to learn about him. And he, now in our marriage, he's really involved in a lot of the choices and stuff I do. So he would have been happy to help me make decisions for the wedding, but I just kind of assumed like typical guy, he's not going to want to care. I'll just plan this so he doesn't have to worry about it. Like I don't oh, want to bother him. Yeah, oh with all this gosh. stuff. That's yeah. that's so interesting because like yeah, Chad was the opposite. I tried to involve him and my mom, my mom actually kept being like, "Are you asking Chad? Make sure you involve Chad. Did you ask Chad? Ask him." Like she was like really making sure that Chad was involved, and every time I'd go to Chad, he was like, "Whatever you want, whatever you want." And I even talked yeah. to him. I was like, "Chad, I'm stressing out." that you're saying this and then everyone's going to think that like I just overtook you and like controlled everything. I'm like, please give me a decision because I need you to be involved. He's like, honestly, the best gift you can give me is if you plan this by yourself because I don't want to be involved and I have no preferences. I want this to just be – I. he's like, I like the he sound of everything you're married. saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's so funny that – yeah, that it was just like opposite experiences with us. Oh, I asked Chris about everything now, like what I'm wearing, how the house oh. is going to look. But yeah, we just like to make a lot of that stuff to, like a decide a lot of those things together that's awesome i sent him some stuff like for music i was thinking general songs for general portions like what's our first dance right. song gonna be and all that and i obviously talked to him about those and he helped me pick like yeah. that stuff out and what he wanted to wear but i think i also like made him get this haircut that looked great on him but he yeah. was like two years later he was like oh i would have rather had my hair long and i was like you could have told me like you can do whatever you want but he just thought like it was just a miscommunication he thought i wanted to decide everything and i thought he didn't want to be involved but then we look back and i'm like oh we should have just like yeah and he had ideas for music and clothes and decorations that came out way after so anyway all that to say if you're scared to involve your husband to be in planning just try it out because you never know how involved he might want to in it i know he didn't want to make like every single decision but some of the more cre- we're both pretty creative mm. people so oh yeah uh yeah so there was that sometimes i wish i'm like you i wish i had eliminated all the dancing like oh yeah first dances father daughter mother son like and then we tried to set up like dancing after the fact like just normal dancing and like right yeah, Chris and I aren't dancers. We're the same way. We don't want to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, I'm still happy we had like father, daughter, mother, son, because those are just, those are nice, you know? Special. And yeah. like Chris is his parents' only son. I'm my dad's daughter. Like, I'm really glad we did yeah. those. All three of us, so Chris and I, Chris and his mom, and me and my dad, spent the entire dances talking about how we can end it early. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's common, I hear. That's common. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, so Chris and I, we go in to do the first dance, and we get port we get part way through the song, and we realize like we're like this is a long song. We got like into the first chorus, and we were like this is a oh, long no. song. Like it's not oh, like you know gosh. two and a half minutes, but we re- and our venue was small, so people yeah. were really close to us dancing. Like we turn, and people were right there, could probably Their hear faces. us breathing, and I was just like, <laughs> this is too. Oh, that don't worry. We it just I as one of the people who was there, I did not hear you breathing. It was not weird at all. It was a very beautiful moment. Okay, good. Because immediately we were like, we gotta be done. So Chris oh was gosh. like, okay, when the singer does this thing, I'll twirl you, and then we'll just walk away from each other. I love it. And walk so away. We, like, <laughs> so we we like did a twirl and then we we just spun and we were like ah we 
we're done. Yeah, and a, cool. a dear sweet friend of mine, Caitlin, was actually kind of semi DJing. Like I just did all our music through Spotify, and then our church donated like a sound setup, which was okay. And yeah. uh, but Caitlin was like controlling all the music, so I was like, Lord, just let her understand what we're doing here, and she did. <laughs> like she faded the yeah. music out and went like, "Congrats to the bride and groom," and I was like, "Yeah." And then we, I think we, we, we honestly went in into like all the dances just to get them out of the way. And Chris told me later, yeah, he and his mom were like, all right, this is, a, this is a long song. Yeah. And then my dad and I, we did, I loved this part about it. My dad and I did like a more upbeat song, uh, which was fun. It wasn't like a slow dancing one. We did something more upbeat, which was a lot of fun, but we, we'd only practiced like two things to do. And then we used those two things and that was it. We had nothing else. And so I did ask him, I was like, do you want to be done? And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I want to be done. Yeah. So I don't regret doing it or anything. Like I loved that my dad and I got to have a first dance. I just wasn't yeah. prepared for the eyeballs on me. And I was like, this is, this is too much. <laughs> so sometimes like, like, I guess, I guess not all dancing, like the first dances were fine, but then later towards the end of the night, everything we needed to do was done. Normally people would start dancing and I made a dance yeah. playlist and stuff. And we kind of said like, let's get the party started. But then Chris yeah. and I didn't want to dance. Yeah, <laughs> None I of the bridal that. party wanted to dance, which, and I wasn't going to make them. Right. And so like, no one really did dance to me. I, t I don't know if it felt awkward to anyone else. To me, I was no. kind of like... I don't everyone just mingled so I should have yeah. said like it's mingling time not dancing time yeah everyone at least from my point of view and again I can't speak for everyone else but from my point of view it was like people always wait for the bride and groom to start dancing and so until then it was just mingling and it was actually nice because up until then I hadn't gotten to talk to a bunch of people that I knew there so I got to go around the room and say hi to people including your parents it was actually when I t stood up and talked to your parents oh yeah um so it was just it just felt like mingling with fun music and desserts I if you remember I think that's when we had desserts too right people ate desserts around then too right. so it's just it was just like a fun chill like party good it wasn't awkward <laughs> at all yeah because yeah. I told Chris I was like are we the ones that have to start this and, and Chris was we both said we were like we're gonna need like more beers before we do this and we didn't want to be that bride and groom that like we had to drive Hammer. to our Airbnb that night. So we were yeah. like, we cat we like cut ourselves off at a certain point and we were, we were like, well, this isn't this isn't a uh, peak for dancing. So we just didn't do it. Yeah. No, it was fine. Okay, well good. But yeah, anyways, there was that one. Let's see. I okay. I wish to brides out there, get <laughs> this into your head now, stand up straight all oh. day. I wish I had freaking stood up straight. I oh. am slouchy McSlouchy McGee throughout the oh whole gosh. days. <laughs> oh it drives gosh. me nuts. I don't share a lot of pictures of just me from the wedding day. Like there's really? some <clears throat> there's some bridal portraits that are just me that I haven't shared because I have such a slouch. And I remember oh. during the day telling myself like stand up straight, stand up straight. And I look and I didn't. And I was slouching. Darn <laughs> like <all> it. <laughs> And it's the same with like pictures in the ceremony. It's just me. And part of it was, I. this is another thing I have later, but I, I wore Converse. I was a Converse bride, which I yeah. recommend. I was comfortable all day, but heels help your posture. And I think I could have looked a little bit more elegant if I had oh, worn some kind of heel, at least just for ceremony. Because mm. uh, you can see that I'm wearing like Converse, which I thought was going to be fun. And it was, but I look back and I'm yeah. like, oh, I could have like, looked a little bit more like a bride because of that but yeah mm. it was like yeah just stand up straight and if you think you're standing up straight double check because yeah that's a good point yeah anyway 
For sure. And then my last one, this one's pretty minor, but I, I didn't know much about different photography styles back then, which is ironic because I know them well now, but yeah. uh, I wish I'd researched it more because our photographer, who again was amazing, I wouldn't yeah. trade her for the world, uh, just had like a more true tone, true to life style. And in the last couple of years, I've been leaning way into that very stylized, warm, like moody. And I yeah. think I can see just from an editor's eye, I can see some of our pictures if they were in that more warmer, moodier style. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, that could be a lot of fun. Uh, so I wish I had kind of known about that because I still would have hired Bessie. I still just would have said like, hey, I kind of like when photos do this and just communicated with her right. a little bit more. But she still did. She did her thing and did an amazing job. Just me like knowing styles now, I might have uh, considered that a bit more. But that was super minor because, again, I love how our photos turned out. So. Right. That's totally that's fair. All I think mine, that's, yeah, that's totally fair. And I think that's great for anybody who's listening and planning right now. Like if you like a photographer – don't be afraid to just ask and say like, hey, I've seen a couple of your photos that are a little bit more this style. Do you still do that? Because definitely clarify because sometimes they'll say, no, this is my style. And you should always only hire someone that you like their work and their and their style. Yeah. But there are a lot of photographers where you do see, like you're saying, you see a variation in their editing. And sometimes it's because they, they can do that. Like sometimes people request um, for slightly different edits. Anyway, so yeah, super fair. Good points. And then for me, so I will share some of the things that just didn't go as planned um, for our wedding day. And then we'll get into like things we would change. So first, it's actually really funny because I was also super concerned about being a chill bride and not being like a bridezilla. But by the time our day rolled around, I had been in such close quarters with everyone because like I said, we all shared the Airbnb um, without having any real ability to be alone. And this is because I didn't have my own rental car. Um, so I found it right. really hard to be patient. Um, plus I was super nervous, you know, so right. this is my first regret or things that I not regret. Well, yeah, just something that didn't go as planned is definitely a regret, but I believe I snapped at my mom who literally was an angel on that day and did literally nothing wrong. Um, mm. so I still leave, lose sleep over that for sure. Sometimes I just snapped at the person that I felt honestly most comfortable with. I had been so up, like so stressed and like watching every word, every tone, every movement, everything I said and did because I was around like you know, my, my future in-laws. And I was like, I have to be so perfect, you know, and just mm -hmm. in such close quarters. So it was literally my way of letting out my stress that had been building up. Um, as soon as I was around like my mom, like my person, you know, like my, yeah. my mother who, who created me, I was like, I can be myself around you. I can let loose. And if I need to, unfortunately just came out in a not very good way because things were already rolling. And so that did not I think go as I planned. snapped at my mom at one point too. Like it, yeah. it happens. And yeah, I think For I sure. said sorry to her later. It was over something so dumb. And I was just like, Wah. like, yeah, it Literally totally same. happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I actually should probably make sure that I apologize to my mom because I think I did, <laughs> but I want her to know that like she was an angel on my day and I need her to know that I'm so grateful for her. So I am actually, now that we're talking about it, I'm going to go have a conversation with her. I'm going to call oh, her after good. this. <laughs> but Everyone anyways. call your moms. Tell them you love them. <laughs> yes. Tell them you appreciate them. And yes, um, especially Mother's Day is coming up, you guys. Don't forget. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Of a couple of weeks. Exactly. Okay. Let's see. Another thing that didn't go as planned um, is that I didn't have the ability to drive myself around. So long story short, um, I did not have my own rental car. There were a couple of rental cars in between all of us, but you have to be added as a driver in order to legally drive it. And the people who did get rental cars did not let me get added as a driver. And then when I mentioned that I wanted to go get my own rental car after being there for a day and realizing that I needed one, some people 
told me that I could not go get one. <laughs> so I wasn't able to run any errands alone. I wasn't allowed to locate. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to location scout alone. I just felt very like, not only again, like I was saying, very like in close quarters with everyone without a break, but I also felt very controlled in the days that were like most vital leading up to like my wedding. And there were still mm -hmm. so many decisions I needed to make. So that was very difficult. I couldn't unwind. I couldn't go. And just, I'm such a fast mover too. Like there was no, but there's nobody I really know that like is such a kind of like a frantic, it seems frantic, but I just kind of like bounce around so much. It's just how my brain works. And it's hard to like slow myself down to explain to somebody else what I'm doing or thinking to then go do it. So it just slowed down my timeline. And it was just, so that did not go right. as planned. I thought I was going to get to get there, get in my car and go. And again, once I'm doing it, I can explain to people what I'm doing, but it's just hard, like trying to explain in the moment. And yeah, right. so that was, did not go as planned. That was probably one of the biggest things that didn't go as planned. And then, yeah, there was really nothing else that like I didn't like, or I should say that didn't go as planned. I was very lucky to have everything kind of line up and have this dream day. So just those were the two main things that I was like, oh crap, that Oh, that didn't go right. That didn't go as planned. But that kind of leads us perfectly into our next little segment. And that's really going to be us condensing and sharing. So what specifically would we change? Looking back now, knowing what we know, um, what would we change about our overall wedding or the wedding planning process too? And Ayla, if you want to start with that. Yeah, right. So yeah, like I said, there were little things. It, it was mostly, like I said, creative elements that I would change. I'm super lucky that the day of, like, I was not stressed at all. I think our timeline got behind ever so slightly, but I like not in a way that was really a big deal. So I wasn't stressed at all day of like going from one location to the next and everything else was just like easy breezy. I could tell everyone I was having fun. So I was like, cool. But overall, the Spark Notes version of what I would change is mm -hmm. as glad as I am, we had a short engagement. I might have allocated a little bit more time to it to really decide what I wanted and for Chris and I to decide together. I feel like just a couple more weeks of contemplating overall theme I would have gone that other direction, like I said, like yeah. more of a dark, dramatic wedding. It would have just been a couple more weeks of thought, but I thought about it for like 10 minutes and I was like, here's what we're doing. So a little bit more time to to plan would have been nice. Yeah. And then, like I said, knowing about different photography styles now, I might have communicated with my photographer because I think she would have totally understood my vision and everything. But like I said, still super happy with them. Still an amazing job. Still 100% worth every single thing. Yeah. Oh, and I have to point out too, Bessie, she stayed for like two hours later than she was oh, yeah. supposed to, like on the contract. Like we were going to leave and she came up to give me a hug and she was like, bye, this was so fun. And I was like, what? You're still, are you You're still, still here? here? And she was like, yeah, it's just hanging out. Like it was so fun. And I was like, oh my Aww. goodness. So yeah, she was super sweet. Uh, would have worn heels slash nicer shoes. Again, I was being the super chill kind of tomboy, like go with the flow bride. I want to wear Converse on my wedding day, which yeah. for the second half of the day was great. But I yeah. look in like some of our portraits and I just kind of wish I looked more like a bride. Hmm. Uh, and overall, I wish I was less of a people pleaser. Um, I'm still so happy with how our day turned out and how much fun we had the day of. And like I said, no stress, but there's just, like I said, a few ideas that I never did because I assumed others wouldn't like them. And it was yeah. also as far as communicate, like, I guess this kind of goes into communication and not being a people pleaser, but it was the same with, uh, I got my makeup professionally done that day, which was amazing. She made me, she made me look so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so great the day of, I had other ideas, but I was too scared to communicate them. Like, mm. 
I loved what she ended up doing as she was doing our trial run. I had like ideas of what I would change and that's literally right. what a trial run is for, but I didn't yeah. want to like hurt her feelings and make her feel Aww. like she was doing anything wrong. Cause she's great at what she does. Like she totally oh, yeah. could have taken my notes and done them, but I was like, no, what she did is great. What she did is great. And I'm like, no, that's literally why you oh. have, like, that's just a me problem. You know, like that's why you have a trial run is so you go over yeah. what you don't like about it. But I was just like, oh, like, looks like we changed a couple things. But, uh, like, I shouldn't have pointed out, like, she gave me this amazing matte, like, porcelain, flawless, like, foundation yeah. look. But I have super dry skin, so eventually that just, like, doesn't help, like, doesn't hold up over time. So I should have told right. her that. So we could have gone a different direction. But, like, none of it's on her whatsoever. It was just me not v- communicating very well. So, yeah, not right. people-pleasing, communicating a little bit better as a whole is something I wish I had done better. And then, yeah, yeah, just small creative choices that that don't really matter to this day. But, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And so summary of the things I would change, of course, number one is I would have my own rental car. That really shouldn't have been a decision that anybody else made for me. Um, And then uh, another one that I go back and forth on, I think I would hire a videographer. um, But this one, it's hard because Mm. I say that. uh, But we were college students paying for this completely ourselves. Chad and I, we were paying for this by ourselves, you know, just with our part-time jobs in between our full-time classes. So really we had a budget for a reason. So it would probably be, I would either change that or I would like to have done some more food at the end of our ceremony. So, you know, when we go Mm -hmm. into like, we didn't really have a reception, like I said, but I think I probably should have sprung for a little bit more of some kind of meal. There was like fruit and cheesecake, but I think that my family and friends and guests deserved that and they, you know, deserved Mm -hmm. to have had real food. So I do, I would have changed that. And I think that actually might have taken precedent over a videographer just because I think I should have given back to the people who came all the way out there a little bit better. Um, But again, didn't know. First wedding, how would I know? <laughs> so, First and only one. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what's – yeah. So you kind of forget. And like I said, I planned it all by myself and paid for it by ourselves. So I wasn't really – I just had forgotten that. I hadn't thought about it. So anyways. Right. Right. Because yeah. your focus was on like the ceremony and getting everybody yeah. there. But and yeah, also, that yeah, totally makes just, sense. Legalities and other things and other comforts for people too, like with the housing and stuff. But just kind of didn't think about that. Whoops. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean okay, they also cool. they got a little mini vacation, so you know exactly. Oh, it's really nice still hearing from people. They'll come and say that like that was just an awesome wedding and the, an awesome trip because they got to have these cool experiences out of it. So definitely amazing. But you know, and I'm very grateful again. Like I said before, that people came out and and did that and the things they did pay for for themselves. Like I appreciate that they did that. And so, definitely. Well, cool. We are going to just, in wrapping up the last little bit of this, we have some rapid fire top wedding tips that hopefully can apply to anyone listening. We we could go on and on about wedding tips, wedding planning tips, wedding photography tips. Like there's so much we could go into, but we're kind of focusing in the theme of our weddings. Beth and I, yes. is we're going to go into stuff that we learned specifically from our weddings that we love yeah. to pass on, not like super general advice, but like out of everything we've talked about, the things we love, the things we love less, what's our advice to yeah. pass on? Yeah. So I'll just, I'll take it away with that one then, if that's all good with you. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Uh, Yeah. Again, I went to write like one or two and so many came to mind, but these are a few of my favorites. This first one, I'm going to go pretty cliche with the first one, but I do stand by it as well. 
Uh, when people say that your day goes by quick, they definitely mean it. It's you're you're waking up one moment and then you're going to bed wherever you go to spend your wedding night, like pretty pretty quickly. So just uh, and there's so much going on because your day is so scheduled. So it's like by the hour you're doing different things. So there's not like a lot of pausing time. So try to stop yourself as much as you can throughout the day to really take it in. Like I knew going into this that the day was probably going to go by quickly. So like every little moment walking down the aisle, dancing, whatever, I made sure to just like pause and like take those little mini pictures of how it felt. And Chris was actually really sweet about this too. He told me all the time during the reception, he was like, we just got married and our whole family flew down here. Like what the heck? And I was like, yeah. So we just made sure to have those little pauses throughout the day. Cause uh, yeah, your day will fly by. Uh, but I still come out of it knowing that I, I think I savored and really like got the most out of my wedding day. So I don't feel like I missed anything, which was great. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite ones. This is a pretty specific one, but we did it and I learned this one from a friend and I highly recommend it. If you don't want to do a first look, because I, I wanted to be pretty traditional in the sense of Chris and I seeing each other for the first time as I was coming down the aisle. So if you don't want a first look, but you still want some time to pause and kind of shake off your nerves from the day, you can do what we did and have a post-ceremony 10. So a friend of mine who got married did this and taught it to me and I did it. It's basically you finish out the ceremony, you you know, you kiss while you're married, you go back down the aisle and then immediately like get away <laughs> from the guests. Like, yeah, we I explained this to our photographer and to my sister that we were going to go away and like disappear. We had it in the forest. So just go to like a different area of the woods and kind of have my sister like barricade all the desks and like be the one to greet them so we could get away and have like a private 10 minutes to ourselves, And I told this to our photographer and she was like, amazing. I'll be there to take photos, like not close up, but just of this little moment we got yeah, to have. And those distance. are some of my favorite photos from the whole day. It's like yeah. just us in the trees. And we got to just like say hi to each other, hang out for a minute and kind of get the rest of our nerves out. So we like went and said hi. And I was like, oh my gosh. And Chris was like, wow, Isaac did a really good job with the ceremony. And I was like, right. Like, I really liked what he said. Like, we just got to chat. Yeah. I think there was something specific about like my wedding band got put on top of the engagement ring and I wanted to switch it. So I was like, can you hold this? We got to switch. Like, it wasn't, we didn't talk about anything important, but it was just like, yeah, we got to actually talk to each other for the first time in the day. So I highly recommend that if you don't want to do something like a first look. And then this tip, there's no way for me to explain it without sounding like harsh, but I don't mean it in a harsh way. But basically your wedding day and the days leading up to it are the only days in you, in your entire life that are just about you. Yeah. Like yeah. they're about you and it's totally okay to enjoy that and accept that about the day. Like yep. people, hopefully if you're surrounded by good people are going to want to jump in and help. They're going to want to help you do this. And for me, I'm a person who has a really hard time receiving help. Like when people want to serve me, I'm like, no, like, uh, like it's it's weird for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, when people started to clean up, I felt bad that they were cleaning up something I had done. But just mm -hmm. let it happen because no other time in your life are people just going to clean up for you for this big party that you wanted to throw. Like, <laughs> I, unless you're super rich or something, but that's a different thing. Like, oh right, generally... <laughs> <laughs> your parents coming in to help you, people gifting you things, whether that's money for your honeymoon or things for your house. It's the only yeah. time you get to have something like this. And it is 100% okay to just enjoy that. Chris and I talk about that all the time. Like 
people were just willing to help. We got to ask for something to be done and it was done. And yeah, not in a rude way of like, go do this. But it's just like, hey, I need a little extra help. Like we had Chris's friends fly down and it was really important to me to not bombard them with work. Like I wanted it to be more of a trip for them. But there was eventually a day we were loading up like a bunch of signs to take to the wedding and I was just doing a bunch of other things. So I had to delegate and I was like, hey, guys, is it okay if you help me load the car? And they were like, say less, like, and came together. And just having that was so nice and so exactly what I needed. So yeah, just if people, if you've got good people there who are willing to help you and make the day about you, receive that help and let it just be about you because it doesn't really happen ever again in your life. So it's just a nice thing to sit back and receive. But those are, yeah, those are pretty much my main tips that I learned from my wedding. Exactly. And that honestly leads really well into my tips and my first tip specifically, which is don't compromise for someone else's sake. Um, I've said it a thousand times to clients and to my followers on social media. This day is about you too and you too only. It's not a day for other people to live vicariously through you or to guilt trip you into doing what's convenient for them. Mm. You know, I, I think that there's a reason elopements are becoming so popular and it's not just because they're fun and they're unique and all this stuff and they're cheaper, but I think it's because people are sick of other people butting into their wedding day. And you know, Mm. and the way I see it, you do your day how you and your fiance want it. And anyone who wants to join in the celebration, great. That's awesome. But you set the date, you set the time and the place and the other decision, the only decision that other people have to make is whether or not they show up. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I know that there's, like Ayla said, there's no way to say that without sounding kind of like selfish potentially, but this is the day for you to be selfish. So, yep. It it really is. Like, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Don't be mean, but yeah, yeah, like you imagine trying to invite a hundred guests and trying to pick a date that works for a hundred people. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Just pick. Yeah. And it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, and you can't cater along with that. You can't cater to everyone. And one of the biggest things that I learned from my wedding day is that somebody is always going to be unhappy. And I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again. Somebody is always going to be unhappy, no matter where you choose, no matter who you marry, no matter everything. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you do. You can't cater to everybody. So just cater to yourselves somebody's always going to be unhappy and it's okay. It's not your fault and you don't need to change just because somebody is a little bit unhappy. So anyways, the next one, the next overall tip that was my takeaway from my weddings is to prioritize photography and or videography, of course. Yes, you will look at these photos a lot, um, more than just on your anniversary once, once a year. And no, having a friend take your photos is not the same. You will not get as good of documentation. <laughs> I don't think, and you know, think about this for a second. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I wish I had spent less on photography, right? I've heard people Ooh. say, I wish I had spent less on my, on almost every other category. I've never heard someone say, I wish I had spent less on photos. I wish I hadn't hired a professional. They may have wished they hired someone different, but they never wish that they didn't hire a, a, a professional. So listen to the people who've gotten married before. You will regret it eventually, most likely. I can't guarantee that, but most likely you will regret it eventually if you don't spring for a photographer. Just saying, don't say I didn't warn you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess one bonus tip for me too, um, I would just say hire a planner if you don't like planning or if you're really busy or if you struggle with organization. Um, I didn't Mm -hmm. get a planner and I'm not saying that it's one of my regrets. Just know your limitations if you like aren't organized or if you don't like doing that kind of thing, just hire a planner. I don't know if that makes sense, but that was just one of my takeaways for some reason randomly from my wedding. 
Yeah, no, that's a good one. And even if uh, that actually reminded me earlier, I was like, I have another tip, but I don't remember. This is what it is. So I remembered oh. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's similar to that hire a planner or at least a day of coordinator. Yes. I would almost say like, fair if you want to plan your own, but you do not want to coordinate your own on the day of. Yeah. You're the bride, assuming yep. it's the bride listening. You're the group. You're whoever you're not in charge of any of that day of uh even if it's like someone who's never done it before but can generally direct the wedding party where to go and direct guests where to go uh we went to a wedding recently where chris randomly started doing some of that because we went to their rehearsal they didn't really have a day of coordinator and things were fine but like they needed somebody to at least point directions somewhere (laughs) yeah chris did a really good job at that but yeah yeah with that if you know you can't do it or don't want to do it planner or coordinator day of is definitely going to be worth it for you yeah yeah exactly that's great day of coordinators are awesome too if you're like oh i can't afford a planner have you ever heard of day of coordinator they're awesome it's a thing yeah totally Well, great. That is all for today, friends. We hope you really enjoyed this. We hope there's good things that you can get from it. Even if you're not wedding planning, it's always a good time. I love hearing other people's just little wedding stories and little things they would or wouldn't do. It's been... It's been a couple years now. I haven't had to plan a wedding in a while, but I always love hearing new tips and tricks and and trends for how it's going. So we hope you enjoyed this too. Thank you for letting us share our stories with you. Uh, We, yeah. Yeah, we love all things weddings, like you're saying. I mean, big surprise, right? We're both in the wedding industry. Um, So if you ever have any wedding-related questions, you know, we'd love to help you out. Just send us a DM over on Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast, or you can always email us, right? It's artofintentionpodcast at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you, either hear your thoughts on this episode, or if you have any wedding-related questions, go ahead and shoot them our way. And that's all. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Have a great day.